Chicago. Welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download that app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Okay, Lawrence, there okay. was like some sort of air message on here, and then you said, oh, so I thought that meant yeah. like... Yeah, well, I mean, we're live, though. That's mission, just, yeah. uh, mission had failed. Uh, abort <laughs> no, we're live. Now we had to start over. Uh, no, things are live. Things are, uh, you know, they're very uh, fluid in this world. <laughs> well, live a, a great start for our new time, 3 p.m., where <laughs> obviously yeah, I mean, uh, we I'd need be, our afternoon coffee. You'd think I'd be ready by 3 o'clock, but apparently... <laughs> Thanks to everyone joining us no. for finding us. Four hours later, it worked out pretty well because it was a busy morning at CHGO. Kevin Warren um, hired as the Chicago Bears next team president and CEO. We did an emergency pod. Yeah, I Go did. Go check it. that out. I did that. Good job, Lawrence. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Kevin Kaduk, Casey Standahar, Luke Stuckmeyer, and our guy on the board, Lawrence Benedetto. Failing miserably. Today's show is a good one. We're going to wrap up the 2022 Chicago Bears season, which I don't know if we need to put a bow on it, but it feels like we, I mean, we're going to get heavy on the draft here soon. We're going to put a bow on it for like the next week. That's how excited we still are. Yeah. I mean, it's like a bow, like you put on the trash bag before you send it. I was going to say, do you, do you put a do you put a bow on your garbage? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you do. You know, not double tie it. Yeah. Throw it in the old trash room. I don't, I don't tie my raccoons. Garbage. Oh, really? Should I? I mean, I guess raccoons just, just swipe away, but open, I, I feel like don't you have a bin? The smaller the oh, opening yeah, is, yeah, that's the thing. Don't you it have goes the in the bin bins anymore. It right. goes in the bin. Yeah. Why do I need to? Well, it cinches up. Uh, I don't know why we're talking about this. <laughs> well, because we're talking about the bears. See, so it all see what sense. we've done at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Things uh, look, there's also Refuse. fourteen. There's also fourteen teams still in the playoffs. We're going to go through and kind of decide who's rooting for what, what you can stomach. I don't think anyone's that jazz about these teams because they are not the Chicago Bears, but we'll see. Um, hit that like button. Subscribe. Subscribe if you haven't already. Get those notifications when we do go live. We'd also love it if you hit up your favorite podcast provider like Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a five-star review. Uh, that's super important. Uh, also, before we wa- get started, I want to wish a happy 44th birthday to Marion Hosa. The second greatest Slovak of all time. Second greatest. I'm going to wish a happy 70th birthday to the first greatest Slovak of all time, my father, Ken Kaduk. Oh, happy happy birthday. Who's number three, Marion Gabryk? Probably Zdeno Chara. Zdeno Chara, yeah. Or my grandfather. Or your grandfather. Not you. Where do you, where do you, where do you, a little water down in the Slovak. I mean, I'm 25% (laughs) Slovak, so I don't know if I can fully claim it. No, yeah, you can't. All right. All right, let's get into it. Uh, let's take care of business and get down to business by presenting this week's Taking Care of Business Award winner. And it goes to who else but our guy, our former friend, Lovey. our current friend, Lovey Smith, Lovey. who gift-wrapped the number one pick in the NFL draft for his current team by managing that miracle comeback. I don't know if he really did anything. <laughs> like I don't know how much he did, but I appreciate the effort the Houston Texans put out there in Indianapolis in that 32-31 win, and um, it's it's hard to remember that that sort of excitement that was going on. You remember when uh, that famous picture of Ditka flipping the bird at Soldier Field? Yeah. I don't know that Lovey Smith would flip the bird, but this was seemed to be his way of flipping the bird to yeah, subtle bird Texans ownership. Yeah, I agree. You want me out? I'm out. Take the number two pick. I'm going for it. Why two point you? conversion. Well, we like. Why not? He already knew he was going to get fired, right? We talked about it. We, we talked <laughs> yeah. about it last week. Like, he actually managed the Buccaneers to the number one pick to get Jameis Winston in 2014 and then ended up getting fired, I think, a year later. I can't remember. Like, no, it was that offseason. It was that offseason. Yeah. They said, okay, you got the number so. one pick. We're going to bring in Dirk Cutter, who also did nothing there. Yeah. So why would Lovey Smith help the Houston Texans get a number one pick? And he said, you know what? I'm going to help the Chicago Bears out. Once a bear, always a bear, my friend. Now, would you bring him back as defensive coordinator next year? Uh, I don't think the Bears would. would I, do Why I not? think Lovey would be a good defensive coordinator somewhere? Yes. I mean, that's yes. how he got into Houston. Yeah. I think some guys, don't get me wrong, I think Lovey was a good head coach and was good for the Bears. Mm. Did the time run out? Yes. But 
Do I think he's maybe a better defensive coordinator? That is possible. Wade Phillips was a better defensive coordinator than he was a head coach. Yeah. Well, Matt Aberflus uh, runs the cover, too, runs a version of it. That wouldn't that's, hurt. That's Levy's defense. It'd be kind of interesting. I don't know. I guarantee the Lance Briggs of the world and <laughs> and those guys would all be for it. Lance and Peanut coming out of retirement yeah. to, to come play for Lovey. Corey Wooten wants yeah. us. Corey Wooten would, would be in favor of that. Also, shout out to Lawrence for doing the, the Clay Lovey, which now sits on our set. Yeah. Can you Did see you really him? make that? Yeah, of course I made that. He sculpted it. Look at how yeah. cute it is. It's so talented. I know. I know. Things, Just when you think you've reached the top of what Lawrence can do for us, all of a sudden, he makes I a mean, claymation. I can't Lovey start a Smith. show correctly, but I mean, you know, I could do some modeling clay. It's a little lovey statue. How long will he last? You think forever? I mean, yeah, he's forever, man. He's yeah, but like, do you could, think it'll stay? Do we put him in a like? What is that called? A kiln? Kiln? Yeah, bake him. Um, sure. I don't. Yeah, I don't we know. need to like. Would that like change the coloring? Because I feel like he might melt in the summer in here because it gets hella hot. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's the air right. conditioning goes yeah. out again. If you leave it here, you don't need the oven. <laughs> Stay here yeah. for the summer. One day we'll come in a lovey. We'll just be a pile. A well, let's hope ploop. not. We don't want that to happen. <laughs> like a snowman. Uh, Aw. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so, that, you know, there he is. But, like, I just like that everyone thought he was gigantic. Like, I made a, something the size he, of an he, actual In that photo, he head. looks large. His head is large. I thought that was like a Mr. Potato Head He looks like scale. this big. That's, there's no other way to describe that other than brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, brilliant. I mean, someone on yeah. the internet said this is art, and I, I was like, sure, yeah, I'll take that. I think that might have been Nicholas Moriano. Someone art else is in that. the eye of the beholder, Lawrence. So, so we true. could sell that. Yeah, I mean, we you probably could if you want. Yeah, go for it. Oh my god, we should auction it off. Do it. Giveaway, social media giveaway. Took me seventy-five hours. People will go crazy to win little baby lovey. Uh, yeah, I mean, Actually, someone wanted it made, it's right? Like baby Yoda. The Duke would probably pay you like two thousand dollars. Let's go, the Duke. Grogu. It's not Grogu, but I it is Baby Lovey. your income, Lawrence. I will take commissions. Just DM me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, who would commission you, like, and to do what? I mean, I, I, clearly I can do anything. I mean, look at my Lovey Smith. I didn't. I do minutes. think we should give it away, but I feel like you'd be sad. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's that Ram Black guy does all the statues. Like he did the Jordan mm. statue. He's done the Peyton statue. He look out, Rand Blatt. We're coming. Rand Blatt. Something. It's some. I've interviewed him before. Something. I think it's like Rand Blatt. It's the same artist does almost every statue you have in Chicago sports. Okay. Okay. Hmm. It's a good little niche. Same person commissioned somebody out in the suburbs. So listen, Law. After seeing that, who deserves uh, the next statue for side biz? Ooh, that's a good question. In Chicago. Me. Uh, the 2016 champions, and you probably yeah, the Cubs. have the you know a multiple Rizzo, that's the Rizzo Bryant, where they all piled on each other. Yep, or the pylon, either way. But I think you do the Rizzo Bryant. The White Sox are pretty free with their statues, so I feel like the next one is probably a Jose Abreu one. Do they have a Harold Baines one yet? They do. That one's awesome. It's like the his his front front knee high up, with this batting stance. I love is the Frank Thomas and the. Do they have a Canerco? They have a Canerco. It would, it, oh, well, then the, AJ's the, the next one. one. AJ. Just punching Barrett. Oh, wait, he got punched. Sorry. <laughs> That'd be a good one, though. All right, let's take one more walk down memory lane with the 2022 yeah, let's, let's do Chicago that. Bears. <laughs> what was your favorite game, Luke? Absolutely the first one in the rain. I agree. That's the, that's the only unforgettable game of the entire season. It was so memorable. They came out with a bang, the slide in the water. It's like the fog bowl, right? You're never going to yeah. forget it. Yeah. It, 100% the most exciting and fun game was the first one. And that's what you Justin didn't know Fields what to expect. Yeah. said was his favorite, too. Yeah, The energy sure. was there. He said it felt like a movie. Mm-hmm. So I just, it's hard he to sold a lot that. of t-shirts that day. That yeah. said, I'm glad I wasn't there in person. No, me too. I'm glad we didn't have a tailgate scheduled for Yeah, that it was day. my favorite yeah. one to watch on television. We, it took a little while for us to get our tailgate scenario set mm-hmm. up. We had to skip week one. And had we actually had our, all our ducks in a row, it would have been an abject disaster because it was an absolute monsoon yeah. on the lakefront. Can you imagine? Thank God. Was that your favorite game too? It was not. Oh, um, yours. See, I think people kind of remember it was an ugly game for a while. I mean, it was pretty ugly. Yeah, hideous. We forgot. we forgot when the end happened. Every game yeah. was ugly. I kind of liked that Dolphins game. And I know it was a loss. 
Um, but it was we we saw signs of it in the Minnesota game, the Patriots win, and then the Cowboys lost. We saw Justin Fields kind of coming together, but in that game against the Dolphins, I think I, I kind of remember sitting over there watching the game with everyone. And Hogue kind of, you know, Hogue is kind of the Pope of, of Bearsdom right now. And him saying, I think Justin, I think we have a quarterback. And when I heard him say that, I mean, I, I, I trust Adam when he says And then things. the smoke came out of the top of the building. It did, yes. The kielbasa smoke. <laughs> uh, to me, that was just cool. I mean, it was punch for punch, and it, it sucked that they weren't able to pull it out. And, you know, now it's a good thing that they didn't. Um, but I think that, that that Dolphins game combined with the Lions game the following week was just a lot of fun because it was this realization that we did have quarterback, and it also saved the season because we were down in the dumps there for a while. And I remember sitting sitting on set the Monday after the Texans win on September 25th, and it was pretty funereal on here, and and thinking, oh, this is – I mean, this yeah. is going to be a slog. I mean, oh, this yeah, that team day was, was terrible. yeah. That was rough. It was super weird. That was like they won the game, but it was just a, just yeah, funereal is a good word. And then for the, it. Fi- the 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 following week was the Giants, and they, that was a disaster. Thanks, Valus. And then and then the you know the, the second half against the Vikings, things trended up a little bit more. So, but when we talked about that 49ers game, and I picked it as my favorite game, it was because of the optics. Yeah, the optics, the way it looked on television, the rain, it was fun. You, you thought back to the times as a kid where the street would flood or your yard had too much water and you run out or snow or whatever it might yeah. be. And so it takes you back to your childhood. Had the Bears not been able to get the number one pick, then I would have had to change my selection because I would have thought back to that game and be like, why, why, did, you win why that? did that rain cost us? the number one pick because there's no other scenario in which the bears beat the 49ers that game cost the 49ers a first round buy that patriots win cost the patriots a spot in the playoffs isn't that crazy (laughs) i mean realistically you could take any of the 10 straight losses and make that your favorite favorite game of the season because now they have the number one pick and they weren't going anywhere without 10 straight okay well let's get into the worst game because there were uh, 14 losses, and some of them were worse than others. I think seven of them were <laughs> by one score. Losses. 14 losses. Oh, God, Luke, they were bad. Casey, when we approached you for jobs last February or March, and I said, okay, look, you can have a job here, but I looked in the crystal ball, and the Bears went 3-14. and 14. <laughs> Are you sure you want to work, work in Chicago sports? I would have still taken it. And I'd say, well, don't worry, because the Cubs and Sox are going to be good. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Sox uh, are definitely a playoff team, if not yeah. a World Series oh, yeah. winner. And the Bulls are on the up and up. Yeah, it's all it's all happening. <laughs> it's all it's gonna happen. happening. We're we're good with that. Jake Harrington says week one is my favorite, but beating the crap out of the Pats was fun too. That's that's that is right because that that came out after the mini buy and uh, mini buy. And this this goes into worst game. My my worst game was that Washington loss on Thursday night. They had no business losing that game. Washington was terrible. Carson Wentz was terrible, except for when he depleted Roquan Smith somehow on that yeah, block. He's large. Um, Darnell Mooney drops a pass on fourth and goal. And we're sitting oh, here. Yeah. We did the live show, Casey. You remember being here for that? That was a bad that was bad, you know, bad news. All of those of nights kind of like blend together for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that one was we were st- on set the whole game oh, watching that awful game. Oh, that when we were just sitting game. on set, and that's yeah. when Cody was like, "Effing touchdown, touchdown." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There was a bear sighting. I remember there was a bear. We tried to make it as fun as we could. Mm-hmm. Honestly, though, they do all blend together. Yeah. I know I'm older, and that's what my mind does—just <laughs> kind of melt stuff together. Like oatmeal, your mind. Yeah. It's like a computer condensing all of its information. Oh, wow. That's a good reference for an old man. Thank you. thought you would have said uh, like What do they call Atari. it? Saving your RAM? Condensing it? Remember you st- sure. Yeah, your firmware, like your hardware. Anyways, th- they all do blend together. It was so just like, yep, they lost that one. Something and about they, a floppy yep, disk. Yep, that was a loss, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there was another one the week after that. So what was your least favorite lo- or worst uh, loss? Worst game of the season, I would say the Lions game. Because at the end of the season. Year's day. Yeah, because... It meant 
getting Fields hurt, which at least he's not seriously hurt. But it was just hideous. I mean, the Lions were doing whatever they wanted to with the Bears' defense. It was it was embarrassing because it was the Lions. And right. I know the Lions this year weren't the Lions of the past. They're yeah, a decent I mean, team. But they're still the Lions, and they'll always be the Lions to me. And so to watch them just slaughter and bludgeon the Bears bludgeon. was just – I mean, you always assume you're going to get one win against the Lions. Mm-hmm. So to watch that was pretty tough. For me, the worst game was the second game of the season against Green Bay because I was in Milwaukee oh. at a wedding, and we watched the game at, like, a bar. Yeah. And I just – I think after game one, I had really high hopes, and obviously those were all yes. shattered. Uh, but I think that was just disappointing to see them kind of start to fall apart, and you were like, oh, no, we really are the same team still. Yeah. And I, I, I had high hopes for the second Packers game because yeah. Packers obviously had a down season. And mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, maybe if this is Aaron Rodgers' last trip to Soldier Field, we could get one over him. And I was, I was conflicted because at that point we were clearly tanking for draft position, and I still wanted that win. Um, you were very upset. I was upset. I'd say I was the worst moment of the season was Aaron Rodgers giving the salute to the fans oh, yeah. like, up yours. I didn't like story. I didn't like the Lions loss because I think it just changed the narrative on Justin Fields slightly in a way Good that point. I don't think that he deserves. Uh, I think there was questions after that. I mean, he did not have a good game by any means, um, but I think you kind of saw a lot of that that faction of the Bears fan base that is really quick to pounce on any quarterback. I mean, yeah. they really use that opening. It just went open like this and that entire faction just stormed in and I don't think you know I'm all here for the talk about what to do with the number one pick I'm here for every hypothetical look it's going to do great for our numbers and I think it's I I think there are worthwhile discussions to have there Um, I don't think when we're talking about okay would would you trade the pick? Would you trade Justin Fields if you're in love with Bryce Young? I don't think Bryce Young is that player. I don't think he warrants and, and sets that off that conversation. Um, but I think it would be an interesting conversation if it was a guy who was clearly a generational prospect. I don't think anyone in this class is, is that Absolutely is that not. Guy. No. So we're good. Let me put it this way. If it was, uh, and I'm just throwing it out there saying he's going to be the next great thing. If it was Arch Manning. Now I might reconsider things, okay? Just because of the last name. But I, I believe Justin Fields would be the number one pick, clearly, in this draft. Oh, absolutely. Number one pick for sure. The only reason you wouldn't go that way is if you were trying to reset the clock a couple more years yeah. to get your job extended a few more years in case things go wrong. It's going to be interesting to watch this draft unfold because some of the guys we're seeing mentioned at the top of the draft, we're already seeing it with Jalen Carter, where everyone thought Jalen Carter is like a top-four pick. Well, now people are already casting doubt on him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, we're going to sit here. We're going to watch Jalen Carter fall like maybe Justin Fields did because coming into that draft, it was Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Then everyone talked themselves into Zach Wilson. Thank you, New York Jets. And then Trey Lance also <laughs> kind of made a big play coming yeah. up, right? Yeah. Um, so th- th- that that part's going to be interesting. What if what if Trevor Lawrence was available in this draft? No, I said on this podcast maybe four or five weeks ago. What what did he go on a run of of like five straight games? So it was about a month ago, mm-hmm. maybe five six weeks. I said. If you were to go back and look at that draft right now, I guarantee you, because that was at like the peak of like field starting to really skyrocket. And at that point, the Jags were not good and were not playoff bound, and he was nothing special. Now he's turned his narrative around too, but at that time I said, everybody in Jacksonville right now, if they could redo that draft, would take Justin Fields. If you would have offered them a one-to-one swap right there, at that point, they yeah. would have taken it. They would have taken it. I don't know if they would now, but at that point in the season, I believe everybody in Jacksonville would have said, yeah, let's do but it. Trade it it up. underscores, like, obviously the NFL right now, covering the NFL is a 24-7, 365 business, and you have to have something to talk about every day. But to write off Trevor Lawrence after the first half of the Lord. season is silly. To write off Justin Fields after, you know, a season, silly, right? Th- these things take time. Now, I, I guess you could feel free to write off Zach Wilson, but... Whatever. Yeah. 
Our guy Braggs is checking in. He says, between the QB1 slide win week one, the breaking trade news shows, Justin Fields' breakout stretch, and the final week getting the number one pick, it was the most entertaining three-win season you could have. It yes. was. Well, that's, it that was we, a dynamic season. It was the most entertaining three-win season you could have. That's what we shoot for these days. Listen, I was rooting for losses all season. Mm-hmm. There, there was all you wanted this season, Justin Fields, to show you he's a quarterback. I think you've seen it. Justin Fields show you maybe star quarterback. I think you've seen it. And then get a good draft pick. Yep. What else could you ask for? I'm a, li- I'm a little worried they, they stole the number one uh, pick juju from the Blackhawks. Yeah. Oh, Bedard. Yeah. I think the Blackhawks will be fine. No, that can still happen. It could still happen. I'm just I'm just I saying, know. like, the luck. I guess I just worry about, I know everyone's worried about this, how long can Justin Fields play like Justin Fields and not get injured? Well, that's build the offensive line with start yeah. right now. Like, how his longevity as a quarterback. They need a receiver. Yes, they need a number one wide receiver. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, whoever, I don't care who you're talking about. Adams from the get him from the Raiders in a trade sure whatever the number one thing they have to do to help him is get him four new offensive right. linemen yeah but the Raiders I mean the Raiders are the Raiders and they do dumb and silly things could we I'd get them all, to trade an entire draft in Devontae Adams I'd take Devontae Adams in a heartbeat. and the entire draft right like let's get yeah let's get like you know what Mike Ditka trade it up to what the number four number five pick to get Ricky Williams let's do it I mean that'd be yeah, I would. I I'd like Devonte Adams. I just, yeah, that's that's. But tough, who was though. the who was the big receiver? Somebody went for like a fifth round pick. One of the bigger receivers was it Cooper? Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, one of those two. I think it was Amari Cooper went for like a yeah. fifth round pick. So I don't think you'd have to give up like, I don't think you'd have to give up something insane for Devonte Adams. Now, if I had no. to give up a sec, he just gave up a second round pick for Claypool. <laughs> Whoops. I don't. Wish we had that because it's really like a first-round pick now. Then trade that for Devontae. You get Devontae Adams for that pick. That's a different story. Yeah. Chase Claypool has uh, got a lot of expectations on him. I mean, he could he, he could huge. be up there with with the names like Bartman. Okay, and, uh, let's not. No, I, I really think so. Why? Bartman? Come I mean, on. not at like that uh, level. Yeah, but like Chase Bar- Claypool a break. He may have been. Cody Parkey? No. If he does not work out, if he turns into a head case, do you think people he's going are going to turn into a head case? I don't know. He's already yelling at people on the like Antonio Brown head case. No, oh, let's not go that far. <laughs> that's a special level of head case. <laughs> He'd be more on the Cade McNown level. Yeah, right. Spent a lot to get him, and he turned out to be. I don't think going to happen. Best play. What was your What was your favorite play of the season? Uh the slide, the slide. I mean that right. I mean, that wasn't a play. It, we all saw it. <laughs> yeah. We all witnessed it. The, you know what I mean? Like, for me, that's the – if you ever remember one moment from the a, entire it, season, it's not a it would be Fields run. It would runs by Fields, but that would be the one. Yeah. To me, it was, it was the run against the Lions in the first game. He threw the interception uh, for the Lions to tie the game, came right back, yeah. rips off a 56-yard run, for, takes it to the house. Um, I was actually in Florida – and I was like watching it on my phone. I'm just going crazy. Because um, again, that's like this dude is for real. He is yeah. him. H Y H Y M. H Y M? H Y M. H one M. One M. Nice try. That, what's that show? What's that? Uh, How I Met Your Mother? No, what's the value clothing store? H and M. H and H and M. Yeah. Ampersand. There's no Y in there. There's no Y in there. I liked his rushing touchdown on third and six against the Dolphins. Which one was that? That, um, was, that was another like fifty yarder, wasn't it? Yeah, I forget how how much he ran for, but he was doing like the feed me thing after. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. I, he, I mean, Justin Fields is every great play that happened this season. Mm-hmm. Well, Cole Komet was involved in some of them. Yeah, but they still involved Justin Fields. Yeah. There, there were no Trevor Simeon to an underrated one is because they lost to Washington. Was it was that run he had against the Commanders that put him in in striking distance to to win that game, and then it didn't matter. But he had a crazy run. There was that run in the first half of that Lions game where I mean the guy had him down and he just skirted out and just the ran Deshaun over the Elliott dude. At the, yeah. By the way, Lawrence, you did a great uh, job putting together. Oh, yeah. Nick asked Bears teammates what Justin Fields, uh, what the best Justin Fields moment was, 
and people gave a whole bunch of different answers and Lawrence put it together in a nice little package. So. Yeah, the internet didn't ex- agree, but uh, you know, people well, it, seem to it watch picked that. up a little bit. Oh, okay, it good. Up. All right, don't worry. Uh, Bragg's is saying the brisket interception versus the Patriots after Mac Jones kicked him in the <clears throat> was good. Was good. See, Bragg's. I was just going to say, like, if you built a top ten plays of the season from the Chicago Bears, just off the top of my head, I would suggest that they were all Justin Fields plays. I cannot think of one. There's one on defense that was nice, but is it better than maybe? If it's top five plays of the season, there's no way they aren't all Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Yeah, Jaquan Brisker does not does not make that. Sorry, sorry, no. Braggs. Worst play of the season. That's easy. What? Justin not touching down Micah Parsons in uh, Dallas. Mm, that's a good one. And leaping over him. Cool picture I got out of it, but Amir Amir Smith Marset. Getting the ball oh, right. ripped that's, away from yeah, him against worse. the Vikings. Yeah, Valus. Valus like Jones I was Jr. Say just Valus Jones. All right, an absolute Any fumble. I mean, I just wanted to keep the Justin Fields things going. Okay. The strip play on the sidelines is a big one, but again, they might have won that game, and we don't want that result. So, Cairo Santos mixed extra point against the Lions. I don't have a, a worse. I don't know. They're all terrible. I, I wish this <laughs> wasn't. I wish this wasn't worst play, and it was worst player. Well, we have that too. Who was the worst player? Well, I just have to give it to the O-line. <laughs> I can't give it to one guy. Like the, it was like watching a, a bullfighter. Just Anybody wants to get to Justin Fields, have at it. He almost didn't make it through the season. I always loved, like, you know. The, On his feet. You'd see these tweets. Pro Football Focus actually grades out the Bears line to be pretty good. It's Come like, on. yeah, because Justin Fields was running around at, like, yeah. a mile every time. Yeah. Like Here's a, here's a good one for worst play. The Luke Getze play call um, in Atlanta after Justin was already oh yeah injured. where he got hurt yeah yeah and, he, and they like ran him to the sideline on like with like a minute to go or whatever that was dumb. Bragg says Mooney drop versus Commanders that was a horrible play. Mm-hmm. And speaking of bad play calling, after Justin's long run in Detroit when they decided to run power Q, QB power, right. after he was clearly like. Out of gas and injured. <sighs> Can I pick Jim Harbaugh's uh, fourth and goal double lateral against TCU? Is that possible? No. Okay, just checking. <laughs> that was the dumbest play call I've he ever seen. He did play seen. for the Bears, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, got to count for something. All right, best individual season, non Justin Fields division. Cole Komet, hands yeah, down. Yeah, I was going to say Komet. Right. Led the team me. in receptions, right? Reception yeah. yards, mm-hmm. receiving. He had no touchdowns last year, seven this year. That was nice. Like anybody other than Justin Fields, you looked at and say, this guy made serious progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cole Komet has to be that guy. I echo the same thoughts. I think Tevin Jenkins is on that list if he stays healthy, but I mean, he had a great, um, great season switching to guard. Yeah, he also got hurt like three times. Well, that's what I'm saying. Tevin Jenkins, you know. If. Okay. He stays You're healthy. not going to say Sanborn? It's Jack Sanborn's oh, up Sanborn. there. I'm not, I'm not the biggest, I mean, I'm not like as big of a Jack Sanborn fan as. Hogue and Carmar, but that's just because they're so high up there. Like, I feel like if I get on the Sanborn hype, I feel like I'm being a copycat. I mean, Cole Komet, you realize he's he's played every game in his Mm. career? It's pretty good. Braxton Jones, every snap as a rookie. For fifth rounder. That's pretty damn good, right? Although I think we keep saying our expectations about him because it was like, well, he was a fifth-round pick. That great, nice fifth-round pick. But if I think of guys that will be part of the next – great Bears team, Cole Komet has a chance to be a much bigger part of that than Braxton Jones does. Really he, might be a, he might be a Bless role you. guy on the line, which is okay. Right. Like, they could replace him. They should replace him potentially this offseason, make him a backup. You saw the stat that Ryan Poles mentioned at his press conference uh, two days ago. The Bears had uh, led the league in rookie snaps, and they had 1,000 more than the second closest team. Wow. So if you want to know why why they have the number one pick, there's there's a good example, and it it shines a lot of hope for the future. So sorry for sneezing on air; it's never happened, yeah. ever. That's like, yeah. <laughs> there's no cough button here. No. You just have to. I just st- felt it coming, and I looked at you, and I was like, "You have to stick your face down your shirt and sneeze." Can't really get up and run all run away. That's fine. All right. Anyway, continue. Worst individual season. I think Bayless is on that list. Bayless has to. 
because of the expectation of using the draft pick that high and what he was, and then basically you have to be – you had people saying, just end it, done with this experiment. Yeah. A lot of people questioned the pick going into it, saying he was never that guy in college in the first place. Like, he was never a multiple route guy. He was never a great route runner. He's, mm-hmm. he's And he was older, right? Sure. I So far, they look right. I'm sad that – Roquan left. Him. I pick him. He qualifies for worst individual season. (laughs) Because he left. He disappointed me. Trade demands and training camp and (laughs) talked his way out. Yeah. I'm for it. Our guy Matt Nagy checks in and says Matt Aberflus had the worst individual season. Worst (laughs) coach in the history of the organization, he says. True Patriot Tommy says Mustafer, no doubt. He is a liability. I think Mustafer is definitely a guy who is not part of the next great Bears team. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Travis Gibson, and I, I, I don't know if he had the worst overall, but I think maybe most disappointing. I think he had a really great opportunity opportunity there in the absence of Khalil Mack to really make some noise and maybe become the next great um, edge rusher. I don't know, a good edge rusher. And I, I know that's a lot to expect from a fifth-round pick in the 2020 draft, but Seeing what we saw from him the first two seasons, I don't think it was unreasonable to see a jump, and we didn't see that. So, Travis, let's see some more next year and and uh, earn out that contract. Agreed. All right. Uh, our next partner, by the way, guys, I don't know if you heard about this stuff. AG One, have you heard of it? Uh, no, I may have I talked about it before. Explain. I hope you've heard me say this before. I take this every single day. I started taking AG1 because I didn't have time, wanted better gut health, more energy, and an optimized immune system. Now I've been on it for nine months, and boy, do I love it. It tastes just spectacular. A little mild, fruity, tropical taste. It doesn't taste super healthy. It's got that mild, tropical taste, and it is super healthy. Here's what you get. One scoop of AG1, you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, Whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of those things. I get a boost of energy from it, so I take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, and it's lifestyle-friendly too. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, you're all good with AG1, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than 3 bucks a day. Recommended by professional athletes, more than 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. One scoop and a cup of water every day, that's it. You don't need a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs or CHGO Bears, CHGO Bulls. Again, athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I want to tell everyone about Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, like the 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, it is possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy, and you will not find a better deal all season. Our guy, Will DeWitt, got uh, seats like 11th row for Texans-Colts, and he was there to, to watch Lovey pull that off. So Good stuff. Yeah. Game time is created by the fans, for the fans, and guarantees the lowest price. If you love CHGO, then you will love game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in any description on any CHEO show, not only on YouTube, but if, if you're out there in the parking lot and you're about ready to buy the tickets, go to the podcast description, go to YouTube and do that. It will really help us out. We appreciate it. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all of your favorite events. All right, it's about that time. Oh, it is? I'm just showing off oh, the no. Game Time app. What yeah, are you yeah. doing? Looking Sometimes at I'm just looking Black at the game tickets? Yeah, I was just checking for tonight. I'm looking you for know. the scroll stoppers. I know, but it's 100 level, you know, 73 bucks. You could go to the game. You know. Kev, you've been wanting to go to a game. Avalanche yeah. Hawks. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. All right, fine. We'll do this. Fine. That sounds so excited, Lauren. I'm very excited. We're stopping scrolls. Scroll stoppers. We love the music. 
Yeah. So much fun. You guys, it's really hard to deny that the biggest news of this week on social media and just in general was the Bears getting that number one overall pick in the draft. So <laughs> we're going to lead in with our CHGO clip of the week because this is the guy's reaction right before we started the show on Sunday when the Houston Texans beat the Colts. And this was their reaction to knowing, hey, we're getting the number one pick now. Uh, it was not – it wasn't actually before oh, the, the show. It was literally the start of the show. Yeah, it was yeah. the beginning this of our like show. We're Pardon. going on the air. And Pardon me. Yeah, here, here we go. <laughs> Amazing camera work. Yes, yeah, by Kevin go. in charge of the camera. Let's Hashtag let's go, let's brick go. juice. I'm scared right now. Wait, wait, hold on. There's still time. There's still time. Come on. He said let's go, brick juice. I don't know what Carm is doing here. This is getting weird. Rags is in the background <laughs> hugging Staley. I, I can't be sure. I don't, I'm not sure if there was a pelvic thrust by Braggs on Staley back there. Yeah, he was just hugging him. He was just so... I also <laughs> love that Braggs was so fired up that Carm is left hanging with a high five for like four or five awkward seconds. He's just waiting for a high five. Braggs is going so crazy, he's not getting it. So, so many things happen in that video. Like I run in with the one flag and or the one balloon, and then I run back out, and then Braggs screams like a, a woman, literally. They're just a <laughs> Screeches, yeah, but the flex, the flex was where he got it. He he said he told me after he didn't even realize that he screamed like that. Greg screamed like he just saw like Freddy (laughs) Krueger and yelled brick juice. (laughs) Let's go. The other other underrated thing is I love Corey's reaction once a bear, always a bear, and he just goes nuts. And I I actually watched NBC Sports Chicago, and Lance Briggs had a similar reaction, which was pretty cool. They all love Lovey, too, they do love Lovey. Yeah, just genuine excitement. That was really fun. Um, and to kind of add on to that, another fun reaction at uh, the good folks at Soldier Field watching the game. Um, this was probably louder than that stadium has been so far this year, honestly. Take a look. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Happy humans. See, we just we just went through the whole thing. Best play of the Bears season. It was not the slide. It was the two the point Houston, conversion yeah, by another team <laughs> in another game. That was the play of the year for the Bears. I mean, for so long we weren't even number one at being the worst, even though we were a bad team. So to be right. number one at something is is worth celebrating. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. My guy Ravi in the chat today. Yeah, Ravi's here. What is Ravi? Just yelled my name. Oh, nice. Luke. All right, another uh, scroll-stopping moment. Ben Pope tweeted this. Blackhawks goalie Peter Mrazek is close friends with the legendary former Chelsea goalkeeper, also named Peter, Peter Cech. And Cech now plays second division hockey in England. He's 40 years old. And so this was fun. They played soccer in Chicago all together. And then they also played hockey because apparently now he's playing ice hockey so it's kind of cool to see uh some of our blackhawks guys hanging out with a legend in the football world yeah there's him uh well he's a very he's tall he's like six four six wow. five so he definitely fills up a hockey net more than he does stands a tall eh? soccer oh, stands yeah. tall. he robs max domi there okay that's yeah. fun jay i didn't realize jay posted that yeah, yeah. Our guy. Our guy, Jay Zawoski. Uh, now, to be fair, Max Domi, I believe, is uh, using his opposite uh, hand. So maybe he's not. Still. Still. Yeah. But still. no, Chuck was, and Chuck, he was here for like four days. He might still be here. I don't even know. He might be there tonight. It's pretty cool. I, gotta, I have to admit, I have never heard of that guy before five minutes ago. Well, that's on you. I guess so. Not on Peter Check. He is a legend. He actually played for Arsenal for a little bit, but I was never necessarily a fan because he's a Chelsea guy. Uh, his claim to fame is, I mean, he was awesome, but prote- possibly you might know him because he always wore the, the padded helmet for the back half of his career because uh, there was a really horrific tackle by a guy from Reading Football Club that uh, 
It's kind of a scary He's the Stan Makita of uh, EPL. I, I'm not that old. Luke, do you know what he's the talking about? padded helmet. Who was... Uh, Stan Makita was the first to wear a helmet. Yeah, but who was the guy for the Bills that always had the Don giant Beebe. helmet? Don <laughs> giant Beebe. helmet on returns. No, he was yeah. a special teams guy I'm uh, thinking of. Was it not Tasker. Don Beebe? Tasker. Oh, Steve Tasker. Steve Tasker wore the giant helmet, I think. Okay. And I went out of order. I'm sorry, Lawrence. We have to go back to football. No, fine. Back to Soldier Field. The city of Chicago released this video this week. Everyone started talking about it on Monday and Tuesday, but they released it on Sunday and kind of didn't pick up steam. This is what their proposed renovation to Soldier Field would look like for $2.2 billion to keep the Bears downtown where they are right now. This video, um, a lot of people were just saying it's too little too late. Chicago really. was... Yeah, and also, like, you know, Our most you got Bill Curtis, which I appreciate. Into the, the very uh, definition of the next generation but of like, sports and entertainment. I mean, it looks awesome, but they the location. Get there? Is, is that Bill Curtis that got the voice at all? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, what a waste of Bill Curtis this is. This is a joke. more Bill Curtis in my life. Waste of Bill Curtis. Not a waste of however much money it took to pay this Bill is Curtis. Taxpayers, we're paying for this garbage just to make the it look like they're still trying to do it. Do the Bears own this stadium? No? No, that's the problem. Yeah. Then this is a waste of time. Is there parking? And no. It's a waste of time. It's over. It's done. They're moving we to Arlington Heights. Parking. This this whole thing, I would love to know what this cost and how to it's impacting video. us. It has 2 million views. People are all... Uh, that's like, a it's a total engagement. waste of money. Good, good engagement. Uh, it says 4.3 million on the screen. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a total waste of money. I apologize. The video has 4.3 million views. The you post. know what? If, if you're going to put this, you might as well put Stormtroopers and Yoda on the top of the stadium, <laughs> too, because that's just as likely. I mean, guys, look how cool that would have been, though. It's going to look as cool when they build it in it's, Arlington Heights. The same stadium is going to look even better in Arlington Heights, and you'll have better traffic, and they'll own the stadium. Yeah, I, mean, I feel uh, like this whole thing comes down to how easy is it going to be to tailgate outside of the stadium, which is like not is my, easy at, at, in Chicago, easy in Arlington Heights, when which lived, is why I'm for Arlington Heights. When I lived in Columbus, the Columbus Crew Stadium was like in a suburb farther away. Now it's downtown. It's beautiful. How do you... How do you appeal to fans that don't want to drive to the stadium and want to drink and not have to drive home? You know how many. But it's in Arlington Heights. Well, let me put it this way. You know where the Dallas Cowboys play? Yeah. It's not in yeah. downtown Dallas. Mm -hmm. yeah. in Nobody Arlington. cares. Nobody cares. And, and obviously, the, both New York teams play in New Jersey. The 49ers play in Santa Clara, which is nowhere near the I city. I would say we should not strive to be like. Dallas, though. Yeah. No, would I like the stadium to be downtown and done I correctly? Mean, yes, but they missed the boat on where's, it. Where's and SoFi? Englewood? I don't think that's like... If this were the stadium they built right instead of the spaceship at Soldier Field when they redid it the first time, yeah, yeah. then maybe you'd, you'd stand back and say, you know what, Bears, deal with not owning your own stadium. It's all about owning the stadium. Do you guys also remember when the Texas Rangers put out their plans of their new ballpark and it looked totally awesome? And then they actually built the thing and unveiled it and it just looked like some crappy salt shed. That's, yeah. This is what would happen here. It would not look that cool no. when Soldier Field already is two structures on top of each other, and now you'd be adding a third on. You know, so yeah, this looks great on a you know on a CAD drawing, and but no, I guess is Kevin Warren I, I looked at class. this video and laughed. You think he laughed? Because he was hired, nah. he was hired to build the new stadium yeah. in Arlington Heights because he built the one. That was in Minnesota, which is By the great. way, what do you think about Kevin Warren not starting until April? That seems like a, a long time. Does he have to kind of wrap up things? Get through with basketball? Get yeah. Through March yeah, I feel like, yeah, they're putting him through March. And then he'll we got a stadium well, to build, man. It's two weeks' notice. We got a stadium. Like every three other job. I, I bet he's still I involved mean, in discussions. He's got to offload his I, I workload. Do, I do feel like he will be involved in things yeah. before April. Yeah. But, yeah, it is interesting. I mean, it's tough. It's a huge offseason. Between now and April, there's a lot of things that need to happen. Well, he's not doing any of the uh, talent evaluation, which is No, but, but the GM will now report to him instead of to George. Would you not want George. him to do talent evaluation? No, he's a business guy. He's, been, and he's, he's a been basketball a, player. He's, he's, he's been player. in the NFL. That's great. Um, I think it's a really good hire, especially because of the stadium thing. But there's also the fact that he's an outsider which I love. You're not just promoting somebody from the inside. Guys, how much success did we have with Ted Phillips as the president? That's all I want to know. So much. What's, what's my tweet that went, went viral? 
he was Ted Phillips was Bears president for five different presidential administrations, and he produced three playoff victories. And a stadium we can't get out of fast enough. Right. Yeah, it's bad. Sorry, guys. Well, the the McCaskies <laughs> love him. That, that's a free stadium. That well, that's the in. most important. That has been the most important person or people for him to make happy. So good for him. That's all I've got from Scroll Stoppers today. All right, let's guys. play the video then. There you go. Let's with that. Can you tell us about Shady Rays? Oh, yes. Thank you, Kevin. I was kind of jamming out and I almost forgot about Shady Rays because Shady Rays, guys, I, I've already worn them. We haven't seen the sun very many days yet, but I've worn them driving. It's really great. They never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall, this spring, this summer, whatever, because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. They are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered cater to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about them, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, lost and broken replacement. So if you lose them, you sit on them in the car, you break them on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, dropped in the lake, off a cliff, wherever you lose them. In they a will volcano. Replace them in a volcano. In a number one draft pick celebration. This could happen. <laughs> More likely than the volcano. Even I don't know, have you <laughs> seen, wait, have you seen the Rick volcano juice. that... Netflix documentary that's out? That's, no. That's uh, recommended. Ooh, put that on our list. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still managed to make quality that I can tell you when I held them, I knew that they were just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever had. Shady Ray's uh, customers seem to agree. There's over 200,000 five-star reviews on their website. Shady Ray's also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed that have donated over 20 million meals to date. That's a lot. It is a lot. That's it's a lot impressive. They stand behind their product and told us at CHGO that if anyone has a problem, they throw profit out the window and will do what it takes to get it right. They have free returns and free exchanges. You either love Shady Rays or they'll pay to have them shipped back. That's it. So and our listeners today, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. If you use code CHGO, you get 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54 only at ShadyRays.com where you could find all their newest and best shades. Yep. Brick juice. Brick juice. Juice. I love my Shady Rays. I can't wait to wear them more. I wear them. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm wearing, them, wearing them while driving. Yeah. yeah. Smart. The NFL playoff picture is locked in. And my go-to place for the wild card round action and all the other action this month and in February is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And to kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. So if you do not have the DraftKings sportsbook app yet this is the weekend to do it because five dollars you get 200 and all these no sweat bets like this is the time to, to sign up um again place any nfl bet of your choice and if it loses you will get a free bet back up to ten dollars action so good why bet the nfl playoffs anywhere else download the DraftKings sportsbook app and use code cheo only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Well, uh, guess what? We have a very uh, short amount of time here to get through our next segment uh, because uh, the White this. Sox are we coming can do up. That. Yeah, we can do this so quickly. What time is White Sox at? Four o'clock. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. we can do this quickly. Yeah, this we got this. Gonna, All right. I don't Eight have to minute segment. Let's go. It's very easy. No, it's very easy. We got Which those. NFL playoff teams am i rooting for red is i am absolutely not rooting for them and and hope they fall into the sea yellow pretty ambivalent green is i would like to see that win team win the super bowl it'd be a great story luke you are on the clock family feud speed round uh these are the teams i'm rooting for in green bills jags and Bengals. why uh the bills were a great story i'd like to see them go this fast uh, he's going that fast. That's fine. Bills, Jags, and Bengals. Speed round. You got to go quickly. You got to give the answer fast. And if you guys give the same answer, it gets well, I, dinged and you can't use it. You're not. Uh, you're not like giving me any opening to give you shit. Well, the Jaguars. Okay, Bills, Jags, and Bengals. Why the Jags? 
My Jags answer is this, because they could be the Bears next year. So it gives you extra hope to go worst to first. It's a team uh. that looked like absolute garbage last year with a quarterback that you weren't sure about, and now you could see the Bears taking a similar path. They've got the draft picks. Okay. They, you know, all of those reasons. So that's the reason I'd like to see the Jags do well. And great story with their head coach turning it around. Yellow. Uh, see, it would be nice to, to shove it to Urban Meyer. Yes, that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yellow. I got a lot of teams in the yellow. These are just teams that, like, if they do well, whatever. If they don't, that's okay, too. Seahawks, 49ers, Dolphins, Giants, Ravens, Cowboys, Chargers, Chiefs. None of them None of them make me super excited. That doesn't mean I won't watch the game. I'll be rooting for great games when these teams play. But, like, if the 49ers go all the way to the Super Bowl, am I going to be excited? No. I'll be surprised. But same thing with the Ravens, Cowboys, any of them. Now, my... My red teams are almost, I don't know. I don't want to say I, I hate these teams, but, like, the Vikings are a red team. I don't want anybody in our division going to the Super Bowl. Nope. Okay? I, I, I dislike the Vikings belong. not as much as I dislike the Packers, uh, only because their quarterbacks haven't been as good. But generally, I dislike the Vikings quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And the whole, I don't want to hear that more than once or twice this offseason. Uh, the Bucks. I'm just done with the Brady thing. Okay, I don't need them to go to the Super Bowl again. I don't need to have everybody recap how he got divorced. I don't. All of it. It's time for that to go away. Greatest quarterback of all time, probably, but I don't need to see that anymore. And the Eagles are a team. The reason I don't want to see them go all the way and win the Super Bowl would be that I'm afraid the Eagles could be a bit of a dynasty coming up in the NFC. I, we've got the Chiefs and the Bills have given them a good run, but when you mm. look at what the Eagles have done and how they've turned it around, they could go all the way and win the Super Bowl this year and have the number 10 pick. The Eagles are a franchise that scare me moving forward. I don't necessarily like that sometime if the Bears get good, their big rival moving forward could be the Eagles if they want to get to the Super Bowl. Oof, good oh, that, was good. Good. that was good. That was good. Uh, quick, very huh? good. Very good. Who's Luke? next? I Anyone? agree with some of those. Uh, okay. Who's next? Casey's All right, it's up. my turn. Oh, God, here we go. Um, Faster. Green my teams. teams that I think that I would root for are the Chiefs, mm -hmm. the Bills, obviously. I want the Bills to win the Super Bowl. The Dolphins that? and the Bengals. Okay. Those Explain why the, AFC why the there, uh, right? Dolphins. I, I just I feel bad for the year that Tua had, and I just feel like that would be cool to see them win. Also, I really miss their old logo where the Dolphin was wearing the helmet. Yeah. I feel like they should bring that I mean, back. yeah, Dolphins wearing helmets. That's yeah, definitely like that worth was just something. Badass. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of good reasons for that one. <laughs> Ray Finkel. Wouldn't you feel bad for Tua if they actually win a bunch of games and he's not playing yeah, in them? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But I mean, they're starting a guy named Skylar Thompson. I I think he went to K-State or maybe. Yeah, they're not going to win. I don't, I don't, I don't think, yeah, me. you're not going to be rooting for the Dolphins long case. Well, I yeah, know, because they're know, playing the Bills. This is, this so is just in my imagi imagination. Bills, Chiefs, I'm rooting Bills. Right. Agreed. Agreed. And then for my yellow, I have Chargers, Jaguars, Seahawks, Giants, and 49ers. I'm very eh about all these teams. I 49ers. don't really care too much for the Chargers. Uh, Seahawks, I'm over it. 49ers, definitely just whatever. So those are my yellow teams. The Seahawks and Chargers are the two most meh teams, I think, for most yeah. fans. Especially the Seahawks. Who's rooting for the Seahawks? Gino um, Smith is a Marshawn good story. Lynch. He is a good story, but I'm not excited to watch them playing again. That's a, if the like, Seahawks are playing a game, I can usually turn it off. I like Pete off. Carroll too. Yeah, I like their head coach. Oh, don't like him at I all. I do like don't? their head coach. <laughs> yeah, Cheater. A, lot, a lot of people Cheater. do not like the Pete Carroll no. experience, but tired. That one GIF of him where he's like wearing the top hat yeah. and the that's the, like one of the be better yeah, GIFs in the monocle situation. sports internet history. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your red? Here, are my team's definitely in the red. Ravens because I have this allegiance to the Browns for some reason. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. I wonder why. Um, Cowboys, because I'm over it. America's team, over it. Trash. Uh, Buccaneers, because I'm also tired of over the Tom it. Brady madness. Um, just don't care. I, I, I hate the whole, he won again, he won, he does it again, and he's 50 mm -hmm. years old, however <laughs> old he is. Vikings, because of the Bears, obviously. And the Eagles. And the Giants. Unless no, Giants are in the yellow. Oh, they were in the yellow? Yeah. That's my bad. Just because meh. Okay. 
Is that fast enough? Go. Yeah, that's pretty good. Does that mean I have to go? Go for You're it. You're up. Oh, gosh. Okay, Fast. well. Faster, please. Okay, let me think about this for the first time. Faster. Uh, let's go alphabetically, starting with the number, uh, the 49ers. We're going to put the 49ers uh, in the middle. Uh, Bengals. Okay, there's my team to win it all. Uh, Joe Burrow, he's the best. I'm sorry. Did you, did you hear what he said uh, on Sunday? No, what did he say? They, they asked him about uh, their, their uh, Super Bowl window, their championship window, and he said, my whole career. <laughs> yes, 100% yes. There, there we go. Uh, Bills, I, yes. I'm okay with the Bills winning. DeMar Hamlin. For DeMar. But honestly, it's more about DeMar, the, him. I mean, like, I love Josh Allen. I remember interviewing him when he was at Wyoming. And uh, I don't know. He's a good, good dude. Uh, Buccaneers. Let's get them out of here. They suck. I'm sick of Brady as well. Chargers. Uh, all, all for uh, Dan Fouts, Eric Coriel, Kellen Winslow. I've always been a Chargers fan. We'll put them in the green section. Chiefs. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, Mahomes up here in the green. Matt Nagy. Mm, sorry. Sorry, oh, Chief. You're going oh. down the there were a lot of naggy shots. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Cowboys, you suck, and you shouldn't even be on the red. You should just be in your own black category, but whatever. We'll put you in the red. Dolphins, you know, whatever. I mean, they're not going to be around long. We'll just put them in the yellow because who cares? Uh, Eagles, could you imagine if they won with Skylar Thompson in Buffalo? That would be the most insane thing ever. Eagles. The Eagles won like the last <sighs> five years. I'm over it. Did they? What are we talking Wasn't about? Wasn't it like 2018? Yeah. Yeah, Nick Foles. Um, I'm going to put him in yellow because I like Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. I'm okay with Jalen Hurts. Uh, Giants. Nope. Sorry. My former allegiance to a team in the NFC East means I cannot root for the Giants. I love you, Michael Kalodny, old buddy of mine, but no, we hate the Giants. Uh, Jaguars. Uh, I do like Trev. We'll give him, we'll put him in the yellow. Ravens. Sorry. I'm just never liked the Ravens. Uh, they left. Bad logo. Yeah, a terrible logo. Really hard to put on graphics as well. Uh, the Which C- one was bad? The Ravens. The Ravens logo. It's just very too, too, lo- too I don't long. hate it. It's too, too I don't horizontal. Like that, I don't hate that logo. It's too horizontal. Speaking of horizontal logos, the Seabags. Um, <laughs> the horizontal, because the Seahawks have a great logo. It does look good on the old Steve Largent helmet. Uh, we'll put him in the, in the yellow for that, for Steve Largent. Shout out to Kurt Warner as well. Tech Mobile, one of my favorite teams. And the Vikings are the last team. And woo Goodbye, you're going in the red. <laughs> to the red. All right, well Good done, work. Lawrence. Good work. Ugh, Kev, you're up. All right, which NFL playoff teams am I rooting for? Let's start it off in the green, which means I'd be fine with them winning. I'm going to start off with the Dallas Cowboys. Why? Uh, I have a 14-1 to 1 uh, ticket on them. I'm going to win money. I'm putting I also think it'd be kind of fun. Why'd be a lot that? of hype. Whatever. Why'd you do that? Are we I out of time? Money. Is the podcast yeah, out, out of time? That's it. It's a wrap. Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is awesome. Let him add to the total. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith winning would be an unbelievable story. That'd be cool. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, they're kind of like the Chicago Bears light. They have not been good in 40 years, so it'd be good for their fans. They're Let's not go. doing it with Skylar Thompson. With me in the green. Buffalo Bills, they are my Tech Mobile team, and uh, I would love know, to terrible. see that's you, terrible. You, you weren't allowed to be the Bills on Tech Mobile because they were too good. Well. That's, that's ridiculous. I can't believe you picked the Bills. You would Sometimes I would be the Houston Oilers. I can't that's pick a, the Houston Oilers. That's a team. That's Yellow. Team. Eagles, okay, uh, Eagles, I don't really care. They've already won, exactly, but I don't yeah, hate Eagles them. I like Philadelphia Eagles. fans. We've talked about that. 49ers, eh, I mean, I guess they've been knocking at the door long enough, but it would Brock not Brock Purdy, I'm me. sorry. What? I don't understand how this team can win with Brock Purdy. Get him out yeah. of here. I, Iowa State, get out of my face. Cincinnati Bengals, they had their chance last year. I was excited about them last year, not this year. Okay. And the Baltimore Ravens, I admire them as a organization, but I don't care if they win or not. Red, the Los Angeles Chargers. We already had a Los Angeles team win last year. Nobody cared. This Los Angeles team has even less fans. Do not let Justin and the Chargers win. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we've been over that. They suck. Jacksonville Jaguars, I did enjoy that period of time where we, we were really rubbing in their face for Justin, uh, drafting Justin Lawrence over Justin Fields. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. He's got great Justin hair, though. Lawrence. He made a beautiful Who's hair. Justin? Mr. Lawrence. His brother, Lawrence. I'm just going so fast. Minnesota Vikings, we Woo! know why. Absolutely not. We do not need Kirk Cousins hoisting no. the Lombardi. No, he sucks. 
And the New York Giants. The New York again. football Giants. Um, Goodbye. I don't want them to have nice things. You lose. They got Brian Dayball. You we get didn't. nothing. You're yeah. You lose. Yes. My Super Bowl pick is the day. Kansas City Chiefs over the San Francisco 49ers, which is a rematch of the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Just a couple years ago. Prior to the pandemic. Oh. I hope it doesn't spark off another one. Oh, gosh. One. Well, I got Eagles over Bengals. Eagles over Bills Bengals. Bills over 49ers. I have Bengals over whoever gets out of the NFC because I don't care. Well done, everyone. Hey, we did it. Thanks for joining the Chicago Sports Podcast. We'll be here next Thursday at 3 p.m. Apparently, uh, we'll get things done a little sooner. Maybe. So the Sox or they can just can wait. On. It's January. They can wait. Um, remember happening. to sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app using code CHGO for all your playoff action this week. Help us out. Help DraftKings out. Help you out, hopefully. Uh, uh, we'll see you next week. Quick shout-out, though, uh, for DraftKings. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche are facing the Blackhawks tonight. Let's go wire to wire abs. I really need the Blackhawks to not score first. That's what I'm just going to say. Let's do it. Thanks for the tank. Good.